God comes in and he's just saying, don't hide from me. Let me in. I want to get in the mess with you. I want to fight with you. What's up, guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Leave It Better. We here at FCA are so excited to launch this series. It's going to be just a place for people to come on and talk about all God has and is doing in their lives, current struggles, current victories, and especially sports. Um, so with all that being said, I can't think of a better way to kick off this series than to have Lauren Gross on the show. Lauren, thanks so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Now, you are a sophomore redshirt on the women's basketball team here. You transferred from Florida back to Mississippi. You're back now, and today you want to talk about the goodness of God. And so I'll be honest, when you first told me that this was the topic you wanted to speak on, I was like, wow, this is pretty remarkable because as I reflect on this past year, I don't know if I've used the word good to describe a whole lot of things like just being open and honest with you, like there's been sickness, loss, like natural disasters, sports cancellation. How have you during this time been able to find and hold on to the goodness of God? Well, um, over the, the uh, COVID season, I guess, uh, it definitely didn't start off like that. It was, uh, it was a struggle being back home being away from my team. For me, it was it was very hard because it was like the day that our team our season was over, I was not a redshirt anymore. So I was like, let's go, let's get to work. I'm here, I get to be part of the team 100%. And like the very next day they sent us home and they were like, don't come, like it was spring break and then they were like, we can't come back because of COVID. So it was definitely hard. Um, definitely some low times at home, being away from my team. But um, over the past, I would say ever since I've been back and um, just been here and been kind of getting more and more into the word and, and looking for the goodness and looking for not always focusing on the negative. It's just been something that's just been on my heart. Uh, God is good in all seasons at all times. So Yeah, you said this is like a theme that's been really just relevant in your life lately. Are there like verses that have like stuck out to you? Are there real life examples you've gone through? Yeah. So, um, over the past couple weeks, um, the Lord's kind of had Psalm 34 on my heart and verses eight through 10 are really the main ones. And it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes ref refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you, his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And I, I don't know, that's just been incredibly cool to see just because like, even though the last few weeks or the time I would say that this, this theme has been really like prevalent in my life, like not everything's been perfect. Like it's kind of, I've kind of gotten to a bumpy road and um, it's been tough, but like God just God just says, oh, taste and see that I'm good. Like you get to experience my goodness even when you don't have everything together. And I think so many times we we just feel like like God is up here and like we just have to follow him and do these rules and do what he's telling us to do. 
but like we don't get to experience that goodness. But what we have to understand is that God is good and everything that he calls us to is good, you know, and it says in uh, the sec- or the last verse, verse 10, it says, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And I think that's so cool. And something that has really stuck out to me just in a, in a rough time where you don't really have all the answers. Like God doesn't say that the people who have all the answers or the people who don't sin or the people who are perfect lack no good thing. No, he says those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So if we just go to him, seek his face and just cling to that goodness of God, like he's going to give it to us and we're not going to lack any good thing. And sometimes that doesn't look like what we want it to look like, but like the more faithful we are in that, like we understand and we'll get to see how God's goodness is so much better than the goodness we see for ourselves. Yeah, I love the vocab in that verse, like taste and see and seek. For you, practically, what does that look like for you to taste and see the goodness of the Lord? Um, For me, like I kind of go back to just, I guess, like when the Lord really grabbed a hold of my heart. And that was my freshman year when I was when I was playing basketball at North Florida. Um. You know, I got there and things weren't what I expected them to be. Um, Things weren't perfect. Things were different. Uh, It was the first time in my life I'd ever left everything. I I left everything and um, got down there. Didn't have any real relationships early on. And so for me, my outlet was basketball. And it just kind of snowballed, I think. And it's not that I ever, like, doubted God or, like, turned my back, but it was just that I kind of forgot about him and was just like, you know, basketball's going good. It's so much fun. So every day I woke up and I just lived for the game. I lived for the game. And it's amazing how like that like wrecked me completely because you put all your hope and your faith in everything that you can do. And so when I would have a bad game, like it's the end of the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm putting all my all my strength and everything I have and all my worth into this game and I hurt myself which I I got a sprained ankle which isn't the end of the world but for me at the time it was like oh my gosh like what did what just happened this is literally all I have this is all I have here I don't have my family here my friends are back home I don't really have any great strong relationships here like really the basketball was what I had and now I'm hurt now I can't play so I think that was just, it was like, in the t- at the time, it was like the end of the world almost. But looking back, like, that is when God grabbed a hold of my heart. And so, like, for me, looking back at that point in time, like, that was the goodness of God, you know? And, like, I guess that kind of translate to, translates to now, and, like, we have a lot of negativity. Like, there's just so many things going on in our world, in our country, that's just, like, like, we look around and no one's saying positive things. Like the world isn't, society isn't saying positive things. And so like for us as believers, we have to cling to this verse that says, that says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Because even those times where you feel like, like for me, even that time when I felt like my world's ending, like had I not hurt myself, like I would not have tasted and seen that the Lord was good, you know? And so for us now, like, I think we need to understand that, like, even when things go wrong or even when we mess up, even if it's us, like, even if we create the problem for ourselves, 
we still just need to taste and see that the Lord is good because He's still willing to be good, not just to the people who know all the answers or who've done it right. You know, it's for everyone who just turns their eyes to the Lord and seeks them. And like, He is good. He is. And then you end up transferring here to Southern Miss. And did, was this a period where you kind of got to see God's goodness play out moving here? Would you say that it's been like a turn of events for you in a way? Like you've been able to grow closer to Him? Absolutely. Like, incredibly. I think my time in Florida was very beneficial to me because it was where God grabbed my heart. It was where like where my relationship with Christ became real and and alive. But I feel like he called me there for that and then I feel like he called me out of it because he bring, he's bringing me here where I'm being able to just grow in relationship and I feel like the Lord's using me to be a light on campus which is so exciting and and being able to be a part of SCA and finding relationships that I didn't find there because there we didn't really have anything like FCA there. So it was very hard to like plug in and find things. But here, like I'm able to plug in with FCA and meet people who are like-minded and are chasing the Lord like I am, which is so encouraging. And find community that I desperately, desperately needed, you know? And then also just the relationships with my teammates here are incredible. And I feel like that's just a blessing from God, you know, and it's, again, it's just a testament to His goodness. Yeah, and then I want to backtrack to what you were talking about earlier. I love how you said something along the lines of, like, even if it's our own mistakes, that God can use a bad circumstance and turn it into a good circumstance that we don't have to, you know, referring back to the Psalm verse, Psalms verse you shared with us, um, we don't have to have all the answers, have it all figured out. Like he's going to chase after us. Um, and this kind of reminds me of Genesis 3, which was something we talked about before this. So when we do have maybe those doubts of ourselves or maybe the goodness of God, what is God's response to that? Yeah, so going back to Genesis 3, and in Genesis 3, it talks about the fall of man and when Adam and Eve sinned for the first time. Um, when you go back and look at this sin and you see that God gave Adam and Eve this one rule, and the, this one rule was to eat, was not to eat from this one tree, not don't eat this one fruit. And so when Satan goes to tempt Adam or Eve in this case, he makes Eve doubt the goodness of God. He says, did God actually say this? Are you sure God's not keeping something from you that would really benefit you in the long run? So Eve's thinking, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe God's mean. Maybe God just is trying to keep this from me because he doesn't want me to have something that's good. Where the reason God gave them this rule was because that was, it was what was going to keep them holy and keep them pure and keep them in the presence of God. And so... Adam and Eve, when they sin, the first thing that they do is they hide themselves from God. It says that they immediately understand that they're naked and they're vulnerable, vulnerable before God. And the first thing they do is they try to make clothes and they hide from God. And they're, they're trying to get as far away from the presence of God as possible, which is where we want to be, right? Mm -hmm. But they're like, I've messed up. Let me get away. Let me get out of sight just because God is not good and He's going to... They didn't know what he was going to do. So I think here is where God just shows his incredible goodness. Because in the first sin, 
the first time mankind stabs God in the back and or looks at him and says, you are not good. God comes into the God comes into the garden and he doesn't go straight to him and condemn him. He doesn't say you've messed up. You've done me wrong. Get out of here. Get out of my sight. No, God comes in and he says, where are you? Why are you hiding? What's going on? Let me in. And I think that's something that we need to understand is like when we make the mess of things, because usually we make the mess of things because we're not perfect. God comes in and he's just saying, don't hide from me. Let me in. I want to get in the mess with you. I want to fight with you. And he, he's not going to just do it. He does say, where are you? Like, return to my presence. Come back to my presence because my presence is good and I'm good. And I want to help you get out of what you've gotten yourself into. Yes, sometimes there are punishments and and there are consequences for our actions. But all we have to do is, like Psalms 34 says, is turn and seek God. Because those who seek God lack no good thing because God is good. That's so good. And I think that is like when we go through periods of our life when maybe like things aren't going how we exactly want them or we make a mistake we're like oh we're we're stuck between like two roads we could run away from God or run to him and so many times I think it's like almost easier because we're scared like oh I'll run away like he's he's gonna be mad at me he's not gonna take me in but it's the exact opposite I absolutely love that and that was the first question that God asks in the Bible is, where are you? And I feel like he still asks that to us today and in not physical location sense, but like you were saying, in present sense, like, are you seeking him? So overall, so good. Lauren, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for being vulnerable and opening up and telling your story. I know it resonates with so many of us athletes, especially injury wise and having sports be kind of like the foundation of our identity. So Overall, just a great message. And I have to ask, because it's the title of our show, Leave It Better. How are you working to leave your team, leave this campus and this community better than you found it? For me, I think something that's been on my heart lately is just getting involved in relationships. Even when relationships get messy, uh, to not stop being real with people. Um, So many times I think we... As athletes even just try to be perfect all the time and we put masks up and we try to be who we want to be instead of being who we actually are and just being real with each other. And um, for me, I think just being real with people, being vulnerable and asking people to be vulnerable right back is how we grow in relationships and together in the presence of God. Thank you. That's exactly what you did here today. So thank you so much. Thank you.